Uh, you said there was something specific that you had when it came to the unbeaten teams this weekend. Yeah. And who you had confidence in and who you didn't. Yeah. yeah. Do you want to... Do you want to just elaborate on that now? Because it was you were really you were excited, and then it just kind of like just um, dissipated here. No, no, no. I, I was, I was. I'm a little thrown off right now. What was I going to talk about? I, you, you're the one that wanted to talk well, yeah, about yeah. it. Oh, hold on. My tease, my tease. Oh yeah, I was just saving this for the people. Right? <laughs> Which undefeated team do I like moving forward? Uh, so for me. So um, I didn't really want to hit on like which team I liked moving forward. I just wanted to wait and talk about which team I want to fade moving forward, and we get the perfect opportunity finally this weekend. It's the old Maryland Classic where they start. Now, they actually haven't been 5-0 and for a long, long time, but we always see this. They get off to a nice little start. It's usually like a Thursday or Friday night primetime spot. Penn State comes to town, or they go to Penn State, and it's the whiteout game. I believe in the offense, and they just get steamrolled. And we usually take the points with Maryland. Not this time. I don't believe in Josh Gaddis, the play caller. Maryland, they haven't really played anybody yet. And Ohio State's starting to figure some things out offensively. Kyle McCord was so good in the second half against Notre Dame. I know he hasn't thrown a touchdown pass at home yet, but I think Ohio State's going to be able to run the ball on Maryland here. They have three really good backs. Obviously, Henderson's the best. And I think that's going to open up some play action. Not that you need to run the ball to open up play action, but I think for like Ryan Day's, uh, peanut brain, you do a little bit. And I worry about Maryland's red zone defense. So I bet it at 19 and a half. I bet it all the way up to 21. I like Ohio State. Maryland's a fun story. I hope they win eight games because I did go over the win total. But when they step up in class against real opponents, Ohio State, Penn State, they usually get clobbered. And I think that's the case here, especially on the road. Um, One more, actually, really quick. Because I want to bet Texas, not so much at six and a half. It opened at four and a half. Oklahoma, I hear a lot of people like ragging on Oklahoma, and I get that they haven't played anybody. And, PJ, I think we were on the same page here where uh, we bet some Dylan Gabriel Heisman futures, yeah, mainly because of the price. And offensively, they haven't played anybody, but he looks really, really good. Oklahoma actually struggling to run the ball a little bit. The offensive line's been a little bit shaky, but the passing offense has been good. But this is a huge test because they haven't seen a defense like Texas. Texas offensively, awesome. We know about Xavier Worthy. Um Quinn Ewers doesn't have a turnover yet this year. He only has one turnover-worthy play. He's pushing the ball down the field. They're not running the ball the same way they did the last couple of years, but that's because they lost Bijan Robinson, the best running back in college football the last 10. But Texas's defense is really, really damn good. We saw that against Alabama. They could stuff the run. They're doing that better than most teams in the country. Secondary, the one thing that you got to look out for is Ryan Watts going to play in this game. That's the one area you could attack him. But I'm jacked for that game. I think Texas wins, but I think Oklahoma's going to show better. I feel like a lot of people are like poo-pooing Oklahoma because they haven't played anybody. I think they're doing a pretty damn good job this season. They just they need to put together a complete game defensively. Like oh, what they did against Iowa State, where it's like you give up 270 yards in the first half and then yeah. 82 in the second. Yeah, it's not you're not going to be able to just kind of pull back and flip like that against Texas. It's yeah. just not the no. same. Yeah, that is the one thing I'm worried about a little bit with Gabriel. Like um, when he's played real defenses, like Ohio I, Ohio State, Iowa State's defense, his QBR the last two weeks is under 70. First couple weeks of the season when he was you know, running up the score on FCS opponents, the numbers were much better. But I think that's going to be a close game. Last year, I think that's going to be a close game. He was really good. He missed the two games. Yeah, he missed this game actually. He missed the Red River Shootout, and that's like, you know, we talk about narrative betting. Oklahoma's saying all the right things. They mm-hmm. got blown out in that game, but Dylan Gabriel didn't play, and he's really important. Like he missed two games last year. They went from averaging 500 total yards of offense and 38 points per game down to 230 total yards of offense and 12 points per game. That's the case I made for him and the Heisman. Um, but I don't know that I could get to six and a half, but I also don't know that I want to fade Texas. 
You know, even like last week, everybody was making the case for Kansas, a possible uh, look-ahead oh, spot. I mean, and it just wasn't even... Kansas just wasn't the right team to fade Texas with because they don't play any defense. And, like, none of us knew that their starting quarterback, Daniels, wasn't going to play in that game. Like, Bean, like, last minute, all of a sudden, is taking snaps. Nobody had any clue. But um, Think it. I feel really, really good about Texas as, like, a real contender. But Oklahoma's going to keep that game close, unlike Maryland. Other than that, you know, looking at a couple of these... The, you like UNC this weekend against Syracuse? Um, I lean UNC. I like the over. Mm-hmm. I bet the over in that game. I think we get a bunch of points. I'm really scared about Louisville. I bet Louisville at 6.5 was hoping to get a 7. I don't think we get there. It's more the spot. The matchup, Notre Dame has way more talent, and they get their two best wide receivers back. So far this season, their best receiver is actually a converted running back. But even in the loss to Ohio State, Notre Dame had no business losing that game. They just did not have a good offensive game plan. They only scored 14 points. They probably scored the more. Yeah, that, that sucked. But, I mean, they bullied them. Like, they pushed they Ohio State around. So, I don't understand how you can't make the case for them to win the game against Louisville. Louisville's undefeated right now. I like Jeff Brom a lot. But look who they've played. And they've had to come back in a couple of these games. They trailed 10 nothing just last week as well. Um, Jack Plummer's seen Notre Dame three times with three different teams. I can't believe like this is real life, but I don't feel great about him against this defense. But I just the case I make for Louisville, it's really hard for Notre Dame to get up for three straight games like this. Three straight, but three that's, straight di- prime it's different time games. now. It's different now. Yeah, but I mean you it's get USC now. next year or next week too. Sam Hartman doesn't have letdown spots. Uh Sam Hartman. Oh, he just dropped oh it. God, he that was such a it. bad draw. Oh. I mean, the, oh, the run right game back. is what's been that carrying just... Notre Dame. Audrick Estime is the best running back yeah. in all of college football. The offensive line is pretty damn good. I just feel like you had to get up a couple weeks ago for Ohio State. You lose that game in heartbreaking fashion. You know your season's on the line last week, and they could have lost to the Duke. They should have lost to the Duke. They should have lost to I mean, the Duke. Sam Hartman had to throw the team on his back on, what, 4th and 18? Mm-hmm. Uh, and they barely get past Using Duke. His little wheels. So now you got to get up for another game with USC on tap. They should win this game. I just I think that Louisville is going to keep this game close. And the other thing is Louisville has the advantage, the rest advantage, because they have, what, 10, 11 days to prepare? They played the mm-hmm. weekday, the Thursday night mm-hmm. game, and you have Jeff Brown. So I think they're going to have some creative play calls, some trick plays up their sleeve against Notre Dame to at least keep that game close. You think UCLA is going to give That's Washington State their first loss? exact game I was looking at. With that, that UCLA defense? Yeah, I like UCLA. Three and a half is getting a little expensive, but um, you can play some money line. You can play three and a half. I just... UCLA has two really good running backs. Carson Steele's averaging seven yards per carry. Dante Moore, the one game where he looked like crap, was his first real road start against that Utah defense. Washington State's defense has been much better than we expected. Um, But I think at home, I like UCLA in this game. I think they'll be able to run the ball. They'll be able to eat some clock. And then I think that'll probably open things up for the passing game with Dante Moore. He could hit some play-action passes. And UCLA's defense, I mean, even in the loss to Utah, they only gave up 14 points. They lost that game 14-7. to They have the number one scoring defense in the Pac-12. This is going to be the best offense they've seen. But I think they should be able to shut down the run. And then Washington State becomes one-dimensional. Although I said that... You know, a couple weeks ago in that game where they beat Oregon State and we bet Oregon State, Cam Ward's playing out of his mind right now. So UCLA is going to have to be able to contain the passing game a little bit. One of those uh, ranked teams as underdogs mm-hmm. versus Were their unranked favorite? opponents, yeah. Yeah, and I think UCLA should be favored. The, their worst loss, their only loss is the Utah. It was a seven-point game on the road. Toughest place to play in the country. Eighth in total defense, only giving up 3.8 yards of play. That's number one in the nation. Bob Nightingale on the baseball postseason next. Bet MG on the night. 
Nick, Trista, and Ryan are taking a short break. Stay tuned because there's plenty more to come on BetMGM tonight. Presented by BetMGM. Live from BetQL.